everybody, it's Ron Bass with another edition of Soar High Personal Development, your source for inspiration. Joining me today is Davin Hundley with an I, Brent Atterbury, our marketing guru, and well, it was going to be Mike Rose, our martial artist extraordinaire, but he is absent today. <laughs> any rate, today we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, martial arts, which was on our last podcast, and uh, we're going to get into several of the... Um, uh, items that go along with martial arts, uh, not really the instructional aspect of it, which Mike talked a lot about like last week, but we're going to talk about things like confidence building and fitness and competition and, and self-discipline and uh, 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 these sorts of things and how martial arts uh, and the training of martial arts, how it affects the child, how it affects the adult, and why it's a great idea, whether it's jujitsu, which is what I do and Mike does, or whether it's karate, whether it's taekwondo, whatever the martial art is, there's there's certainly a lot of the same benefits in all of them. I happen to believe that jujitsu is the better of all of them, but uh, for those of you that train the other martial arts, hey, kudos to you as well, because there's great benefit uh, benefits that go along with any kind of martial arts training. So, uh, I've, I've noticed over the course of time that I've been doing martial arts that, uh, the confidence that comes with that is pretty amazing because when you learn self-defense, it's a pretty, uh, amazing thing in the sense that, you know, when you're, when you, if you've ever been into a fight and you don't know what to do, it's very disheartening. And that's why I really got into martial arts originally I would be in, involved in a fight. Somebody would attack me, uh, and and why would they attack me? Well, there's usually alcohol involved <laughs> in many fights, of course. Uh, maybe maybe a robbery uh, was one of one of the occasions was a robbery. And what do you do? I mean, when you're not trained, what do you do? Please, run. please don't run. You know, run. That's about run. right. Run. That's a good yeah. point. Fight but or flight takes fight over. Fight or flight. Right. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. That is that is a good point, particularly if there's a gun involved. Because believe me, when it comes to a gun, everybody wears a white belt. <laughs> so it's going to be pretty tough to disarm somebody, if particularly if he's at a distance with a gun pointing a rifle at you. There are things you can do, but that that's pretty rough. But in a hand-to-hand combat scenario, uh, learning martial arts is, a, is, is very important. At least it gives you a shot. Nothing's perfect. But in my case, uh, I was attacked at my office as an example. And it's very uh, disheartening when you don't know what to do. Please, please don't hurt me. Please, please don't throw another punch at me. Please, please don't don't pull a knife on me. Uh, so confidence building is a big, 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 big part of martial arts. And uh, uh, I don't care if you're a child. We have a lot of kids, four, five, six years old in our school. Uh, and there's many adults uh, that come in there as well. So at any age, it's good to, to get involved in martial arts. Uh, fitness is another big part of a uh, benefit of martial arts. Because, you know, we do an hour and a half in a class, and it's about 30 minutes of that is spent doing warm-ups, particularly in Mike's gym. He'll have us run. He'll have us do what they call sit-outs and forward rolls and backward rolls, and, and, and we'll do uh, uh, cartwheels, and, and you get the idea, and, and we'll do push-ups, and we'll do fireman's carry. Have you ever uh, – this is interesting. I've never done this in my whole life, but Mike had us literally – Pick a, another student up, what they call a fireman's carry, which you've seen firemen carry people out of a building. That's where it right. comes from. You, so it's what they call a high crotch. You go under the crotch, put the arm over the head, and throw them over your shoulders. And he would have us run, not walk, but run up and down the mats at the gym 
Uh, just visualize that for a minute. Here's a grown man that weighs 150, 200 pounds picking up another grown man of the same weight and running up and down the, the mats in, in the dojo. And, and that's the kind of stuff that, that Mike does, but he believes so strongly in the idea of fitness to go along with your ability to execute the, the techniques properly. And, and a lot of gyms do, uh, do warm-ups. So Mike kind of, he goes a lot further than the average gym. Uh, so fitness is another big benefit from doing martial arts. Competition. Um, so this weekend, uh, we had a competition in our home, home city here in Springfield, Missouri. And there was probably 15 students from our gym that was there uh, competing. And boy, you talk about a busy day for Mike. He had to go, there's probably 40 or 50 or 60 matches that he had to coach. And you're going back and forth, back and forth from this mat to that mat and this mat. And, the na and your name's being called out. Like the, the, the students' names are constantly being called out on the PA system. So Mike has to go from this mat to that mat and literally running across the auditorium to get to that student because, you know, in, in competition, you need the coach on the sideline to be your eyes for you. Right. Every, every, you've probably all watched boxing before and you've got the coach on the side yelling to the boxer. Right? Well, it's the same thing in jujitsu competition. Hey, you, he's coming, he's getting ready to do this. And Hey, you need to get an underhook over there and Hey, you got to get to your knees. And, and, and what's interesting as a student from my perspective, and also as a competitor, you, once you're out there on the mats and you're fighting, it's, it's a little bit hard to pay attention to your coach because you're so into the moment, but you, but you learn to do that. And it's very important to be able to listen and pay attention and, and look up and see your coach when you can, because he's going to probably help you save the day. I know the last time I did actually win a match, it was because Mike was there and he was coaching me from the sideline and it would, it allowed me to, to have some uh, benefit and I was able to win that match. Many times when I'm out fighting, I, I'm on my own because I go out of town a lot and my coaches don't always go on those trips with me. So I'm doing it by myself, which is fine, uh, but it is a benefit to have the coach there. So another item that's a great, great benefit for martial arts is the discipline, the discipline that it takes to go to class every night or every other night or two nights a week, whatever, whatever it is that you want to do. We offer classes five nights a week. Uh, but the discipline that goes along with that, we talked about in one of the podcasts, making excuses, time management. There's always plenty of time, but unfortunately, we all make excuses. Today at the gym, one of my uh, friends came in and he says, oh, I really need to be doing cardio because I'm gaining all this weight. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. He says, oh, but I'm so busy. I got to go to work. I get up in the morning and I get home and I'm tired. And I get that, blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Kind of sounds uh, like me, huh? Uh, well, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything to Evan. No, Man. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, but the reality is, is that if you, if something's really important, you're going to do it. You're not going to make excuses. Yes, there's exceptions. I mean, uh, 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 the birth of a child, a funeral. I mean, I get it. But uh, on the whole, if you really want something, you should make the time for it. So the discipline that goes into showing up to class, because it's not easy going in there and doing a class for an hour and a half, but the benefits, oh my goodness, the reward from the accomplishment, that's another key word, accomplishment, right? That's the, that's, that's the real drug is accomplishment. Putting yourself out there in an uncomfortable situation, learning to be comfortable with uncomfortableness, that's a huge thing. So the discipline aspect of martial arts, huge deal. Mike and I actually, uh, last night, 
we were here at the studio and we usually go out to eat and we went out to the pizza joint and we were having a good time just kind of talking, you know, normal stuff. And then I start bringing up discipline about, say, his students. I said, hey, we talked, you know, just from what I could see from the outside looking in and his whole demeanor just changed. And it was just it was crazy to just see how into it he got once I brought up one little piece of this puzzle. Think about how much it means to Mike to be able to have 40 students come to him on a weekly basis and count on him to encourage, to teach, to help them to reach their goals. That's a lot of pressure on one guy. But on the other side of the coin, think about the tremendous benefits that those students have by having a guy like Mike in their court, the mentoring aspect of it. And by the way, coaching isn't just coaching in the martial arts gym, coaching as a father, coaching as a, uh, a, f- a friend. Think about how everybody benefits from mentoring. And it could be in all different kinds of mentoring. It doesn't have, like at the gym, or it could be at the fitness gym, it could be in the martial arts gym, it could be in your business, it could be a coworker, it could be a son, it could be a parent. Everybody needs coaching. Everybody needs to be able to sink their teeth into somebody they can trust and count on. Or even, like, I would call that almost as, like you said, a mentor. Or for me, it's like a friend. Like, Mike and I are artists and we're business partners. And when we do business, we're doing business. But we're also very close friends. Let's plug the Soar High Records, Soar High Entertainment on the YouTube channel. And Mike's channel is The Real Raw O's. Yes. Uh, the music channel, because Mike and Davin are in the music business. Soar High Records. Working on a music video right now. And Yay. Yeah, we got we got big surprises, big, a lot, lot of everything. A lot of I everything. So, so we're excited about that. Another uh, thought is that uh, when you learn martial arts, uh, hand-to-hand combat basically is what we're talking about, you, you learn to desensitize yourself to struggle. And, you know, when, a, when somebody attacks you, which surely everybody's had that, that experience somewhere in their lifetime, maybe as a child, you got bullied or maybe, you know, uh, like in my case, I can remember my brother used to be pretty mean to me when I was a kid and he would do th- mean things to me. So, you, you know, how do you respond to that? And when you don't have skill level, you're just lost and you feel so bad about yourself for not being able to handle yourself and respond to that. But martial arts training any kind of hand-to-hand combat sport, not sport, but training, helps you to desensitize to a struggle scenario. So when the time comes that you have to fight, and it's fine to turn the other cheek, but when somebody's throwing punches at you, you have to respond or you're going to get, you could be killed. I mean, every day you read it in the papers, people are dying literally on the street for no reason. It's crazy. So just to have that skill level and not be scared to respond. That's a powerful thing. So I would encourage everybody to get involved in some sort of martial arts, whatever it is. Uh, and then maybe uh, one last thought here about this, and then I'm going to tell you a funny story. Um, the mental toughness that is derived from training in hand-to-hand combat sport is just crazy how you go from being soft to being hard when you have to be. Now, somebody that wants to take that knowledge and use it in a negative way, no, we're not all about we're not about that at all. 
that's like a big no-no. We don't tolerate people coming into our gym and trying to show off that they know this and they know that. They're escorted out the door. Yeah, they just want to be a hard ass just yeah. because they know, but you need to use it. Appropriately. For, yeah. And it's not just for your uh, security, but what about your friend's security? What if you're in a crowd and you're with your friends and somebody attacks one of your friends or exactly. attacks somebody that you don't even know that's helpless? It's your responsibility as a martial artist to get involved and help that person to defend themselves, Correct. to defend that person. It's very important. In fact, that may be more important than def defending yourself. Okay, so a little funny story, and then uh, we're going to kind of get a round robin here and talk about these topics a little bit more. We were at a uh, seminar in uh, one of the gyms that we train at recently, and we had a black belt come in and he was teaching the class. There's probably 30, 40 of us. And towards the end of the class, we heard somebody yelling. And when we went outside, there was one of the mothers of one of the students, of the one of the little boy's mother, was being accosted by a man in the parking lot. And I'm thinking to myself, of all the places to right. try to cause a scene right. would be at a martial arts school. And this guy, this poor guy, I mean, God. it was sad because he was put down so quick, so yeah. fast, and <laughs> held down until the cops came. Oh, no. It was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. Who was it that uh, took him down, the black belt? Yeah, the black belt was holding him down until the cops got there, and he was just crying. <laughs> oh, let me up, let me up. <laughs> Oh, the black, the black belt probably didn't struggle at all. At all. Yeah. Because that's what he's trained to do, of course, is to one thing about jujitsu, you learn to control your opponent. It's not right. like striking or boxing or kickboxing. It's it's like a grappling game. It's kind of like a wrestling game in the sense that you learn how to control your opponent from position to position and keep them at bay. So they can't attack you, so they can't hurt you. And then of course you're able to apply certain pressures in certain ways to disable a joint or to uh, choke them out to where they go to sleep or you know, even worse than that, unfortunately, if it came down to a life or death. So at any rate, that's my funny story today. All right, guys, uh, what do you guys want to chime in on one of these subjects and uh, uh, talk about a little bit further before we close out today? How about the confidence issue, Brent? How, do, how does how does that work in your life and, and your, your, your family and your friends and your coworkers, et cetera? Well, I, I mean, for me... I, I would say probably the fitness side of it. So I have the energy and my goals that I have in place, you put those two together and that forms the, the confidence to move forward no matter what. Um, so I like, I mean, I, I think confidence uh, is, is, um, is it is a direct result of what causes confidence? What creates confidence? Let's say martial arts. Say, leave martial arts out of the equation. What else would create confidence in somebody? How do you arrive at that? How do you get to that point in your life? I think if if you're what's the key thing that accomplishes accomplishes confidence? The key thing that accomp accomplishes confidence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, something ha there's all cause and effect in everything, right? Pretty much, what's the one thing that you do every day that makes you the most confident? Um, I feel like I'm doing a, the right thing for my customers that I work with. Thank you very much. In other words, it's an accomplishment scenario. It's an accomplishment that creates confidence. 
So whether it's right, going so- to martial arts or whether it's being a successful business guy or treating people right, that's a sense of accomplishment. That's what builds confidence in, in, in people. Don't yeah. you think? Yep. I think it's a good one. You said something earlier that I just wanted to bring up uh, off air that um, all the training that you do uh, week in and week out, year in and year out, when it comes to a situation where you have to teach it or you have to use it, you say it just comes naturally. And I think that I think you have to do that in all walks of life. Good if point. You're, if you're wanting to be successful, if you're wanting to uh, have a great attitude, you have to work at it and practice until it becomes a new habit. I like that. Somebody said something about if you do something 21 times, it becomes a habit. Does that sound? Uh, so, so I've done actually some research on okay. like habit and memorization. So if you say something 11 times perfectly, like a number, you memorize it. Um, it takes three weeks for you to do something to create it as a habit. So working out, uh, five, say five times a week, if you do it for three weeks straight, it becomes a habit. Interesting. Um, there was, ah, oh, there was something I was going to say about it, but yeah, that it, it's about that around there. So three weeks, that's 21 days. Speaking of confidence and accomplishment, uh, today I was at the gym and I, uh, there's a, I have a friend there that's uh, trying to lose weight and, and she's like doing a wonderful job. She's probably three months in. It's crazy to see the weight falling off of this very pretty young woman. And you can just see. And so today I said something like, man, you're getting so skinny. And she looked at me and goes, she goes, me? And I go, yeah. She goes, well, thank you. And I thought to myself, you know, it's a little touchy sometimes to pay attention to things like that or to comment. But on the other hand, I say to myself, if I don't say something, that's an opportunity gone by that that person could have really felt better about themselves. Right. For, you for, for you could make that. their day, you know, or even their week. And so why not, you know, be vocal like that, particularly if it's in a positive, but don't you guys think so? I don't agree. you agree with me? Yeah. Was that a pickup line you were <laughs> no. using wrong? Okay. No. No. Ron's That's a lady funny. lady uh lady killer, womanizer. There you go. No. But I, uh, I remember what I wanted to say. I'm sorry to cut you off, Ron. I remember oh, I what bet I wanted you to are. say. I can tell you're so sorry. Oh yeah, Ron. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um back to doing something every day to form that second nature. It's like if I were to walk into a professional studio and I didn't know how to make a beat. You know, it's not that case. I'm glad it's not that case, but that's how it would be somebody walks into our studio and they don't know how to rap or sing or you know, and we'd be like, "Well, are you, you weren't prepared." Which sadly has been the case before. Yeah. And it's just, "Hey, I want to be a rapper. Hey, I want to be an entertainer." And we bring them in and what happens? They flop. It's sad. And but I but it's life. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to is being prepared like right. like what Brent was saying, having that preparation and doing it for so long to where it's just a second nature like you were talking yes. about. It's got to be that way. If it's not that way, you're not going to be successful. And, you know, just to kind of reiterate, going back to the first two or three, four podcasts, the, the reality is, is that we, when we all sit around these microphones and talk about these things, it's all from the heart. It's all from personal experience. We're not reading out of a book. We're not l- teaching you something that we've learned at a seminar. These are real life experiences that have taught us these things. Uh, and I'm glad that we're able to share these sorts of uh, philosophies and 
and and help you give you some tools to improve your life and go forward. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect, but every day we try to be progressive. All of us do, and 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 try to find better ways to get to where we want to get to in life. You have to enjoy the journey, guys. It's not, you know, life is finite, and as you get older, you learn it more and more. It gets t- it gets it gets shorter and shorter. So you you better enjoy the journey. It's fine to be serious. It's fine to have goals. It's fine to work hard, but you got to find pleasure in the process. You have to find humor in the process. You have to. Sometimes you have to lighten up a little bit and enjoy what you're doing with your life. And so I would encourage everybody to to think about that a little bit. And uh, so there's plenty to talk about, and I don't want to bore everybody uh, any more than I have already today. So if you guys have any closing thoughts before we uh, give everybody a chance to go back to what they were doing? No, I think the main thing for me is the confidence building that's you can put that into anything that you do and then the preparation both of those things you need to find in whatever it is you're doing daily like your hobby job something and if you hate your job then get a new job or whatever you know good points whatever you need don't be afraid to make a change right exactly exactly that's just how it that's just how it's got to be so brent hey we talked hay about hay is for horses, by the way. Hay is for horses. <laughs> um, My dry uh, humor sucks, and, and, but you know what? Uh, it, I love it anyway. Tabs <laughs> over here. He's, he's laughing. Like, Ron, you're crazy. Well, it's mostly because the whole Brent, world's crazy. Brent and I'm was crazy like, too. Brent was just like, did he really say that? <laughs> he didn't know what to say. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, you, you, you you opened it up with martial arts and the things that can come out of it. You know, everybody needs all of these things that you can get out of martial arts. You are a proponent of martial arts. If you not, and I mean, I don't do it, nor does Davin, but we still strive and thrive to, to do our best at all of these other things, you know, with, with as far as confidence, uh, what were some of the others there? Uh, discipline, well, discipline, confidence, discipline, fitness. Yeah, 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 yeah. All these things. I think we we all try to do, even though we don't do martial arts. But well, you do exercise, and yeah. that, that's part of the yeah. fitness aspect. Well, yeah, and, that and that's a big part of martial arts training is fitness. So that's a whole another subject on a whole another day. We'll energy, talk about going yeah. to the gym or having your own gym at home, and we'll. In fact, next week I think that'd be a great topic to get into is the fitness nutrition aspect of how that creates a much better life for everybody okay guys i guess that's it for today for so for davin and brent and myself uh, we appreciate you guys listening out there to soar high personal development and our youtube channel of course is soar high personal development and uh, if you can uh, click the subscribe button that would be great and we'll talk to you soon have a great day